This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here a week later, but somehow in the same outfit. Hey, it's <laughs> yeah, the washers on the fridge. So. <laughs> Got to conserve. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's uh, w- border fishing, border official Sabalos. How's What's the border up? doing? It's fresh. It's clean. It's fresh. We just clean. put a fresh coat of paint on it yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on, the, on the board. <laughs> on the board. <laughs> you got a little can of bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember the one that fell over? Like, yeah, this paint on the ground. Yeah. Uh, huh, how sustainable? Uh, we have. <laughs> <laughs> we have <laughs> nationalistic white guy <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Here is always. Yo, relax. Yo, relax when you say that. Like, yo, we might have to reel that one back a little bit because that might be. That's getting. That's very electric of a term right now. What happened? We just lost all six of our followers. You've been talking to his girlfriend too. Stephanie, you talking my girlfriend? We have. We have eight. We get new followers every two days. How much do you love America today? The love hate things complicated. Yeah, it's a complicated. I love America. And resident, <laughs> first generation immigrant, Sunil. How much do you love America today? A lot. You got first generation. I'm first generation. All of us are first. Yeah, boy. Well, he's yeah. first gen. Uh, I'm first uh, gen, but Sam technically. Uh, Sam is. Were you born in yeah, Canada? His people have been. Sam's here. native. Oh boy. What, say it again. Were you born in Canada or New York? I was born in New York. Oh, okay. You count. Yeah. I'm first yes. gen. I'm watching. Well, you. We're all first gen. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 75% of us are hey, first gen. Is the loony more than a dollar? <laughs> I was just thinking about that, like yesterday. Yeah. I think it's more, right? Are you saying it's more powerful? Right. Well, the value, whatever it is. Yeah, now. it's weaker than a dollar. Weaker what, than a dollar. It's weaker than It's an American. It's Canadian. It's money. Canadian oh, that, money. That's, that's not even money. That's well, like it's a loony. It's made up. It's loony in, in a toonie. In a toonie. You saw it somewhere. What? Looney. I have friends in Canada, and they yeah. talk about, they were talking like, oh, I'm like, I gotta buy this thing, it's whatever Canadian. I'll yes. Say. They say that. Three loonies? It's like blank Canadian. So the no, loonie is a one, so they don't have like, it's they not have one coins one. versus as much paper. And so yeah. one, a one dollar is a one dollar coin, it's called a loonie. And then they have a two dollar coin that's a toonie. Uh, no way. Yeah. yeah. What? I don't know if it's officially called it, but they call it a toonie. Yeah, they call it loonie and toonie. That's what's up. Yeah. Hence Looney Tunes. That might what? make him wearing that black mask. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Listen>. And <laughs> our <laughs> resident black <laughs> voice is Kelby. So just understand. <laughs> just kidding. That's not okay. It's never okay. Kerbin Johnson. I don't care how handsome you are. Bucko. At it again. <laughs> we got you. He did two kind of face. He did blackface and then oh Indian blackface. Uh, he did? Yeah, he dressed up in a turban. Native and oh, he did. Oh. Not that one. The other one. For what, Halloween? He did feather. Does, does it he matter, did dot, Kelby? not feather. Does it matter? Jeez. Well. I say that all the time. I mean, yeah, you're from there. Dot, not He's feather. He's offending all the people. All the high earners in America. Yeah, about a billion people. It's all good. I just asked. A billy, a billy, a billy, a billy. <laughs> <laughs> a billy. <laughs> I incited this I whole thing. I didn't even know there was a toonie. 
Um, but okay, cool. Welcome to the show, <laughs> everybody. Um, today, I'm, before we get into the conversation, I want to ask a question about uh, small generations. Do you mm-hmm. think that 2016 and today, the way people think is radically different? I'd say yeah. so, yeah. 2016. Yeah. I would say so. Give it to me. What do you mean? Like, why? Why do you say that? The culture changes rapidly, and I think uh, the adults in 2016 and people who are just becoming adults in 2022, uh, parents, I mean, I'm I'm referring to parents. Mm -hmm. So people who had kids in 2016 and people who are having kids now are completely different. Completely different um, culture, social culture. Mm. What about you? I think so, too. We're definitely politically different. But but my question is, is that on the internet? Or yeah. is it like in real life? Well, well, think about this. Back in the 50s, we didn't have social media. TV was kind of rare-ish. So we couldn't see what a, the whole world was doing. Now it's like, you know exactly what's going you on. You were born in the 50s, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's white. The, 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 the time we want to make grading. Back in my day. I think that underlying thought processes haven't changed as much as the megaphone is given to different people now. That's what I think. I heard, I listened to some podcasts, but with Bert Kreischler. Go ahead, one more time. Bert Kreischler. Bert Kreischler. Bert Kreischler. Bert Bro, we can tell you it. You're going to pronounce it wrong anyway. So So he's a comedian, (laughs) and he was like making fun. He was not making fun, but he was saying something about Chris Rock's joke Uh at the Oscars. Yeah, where he was like, "It's like me getting invited to Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited," mm-hmm. and he was like, "That's such a 2016 joke. You can't make that joke today." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I remember o- Obama mm-hmm. one time said like many generations are happening every four years." Right. But I think about it. I was like of age in 2016, mm-hmm. and it, like, was it radically that different? I don't think so. I think people are just yelling more now. Well, it's also like. Old shows that you watch, watch watch a show from 2016. You're probably like, oh, you can't make that joke now. Mm. I think incentives have changed. Ooh, tell me that. So in 2016, I don't remember going viral as important as 2022. Mm -hmm. Right now, so many people are trying to go viral, right? So when you're going viral, the only way you could go viral is usually there's two two distinct ways to go viral. Something that like touches the heartstrings, make you smile, nostalgic, stuff like that, where it's like a positive thing. Uh-huh. And then the shocking right. thing, right? Right. So if, sho- and shocking, I guess, for the normal person is the easiest way to go viral, right? And then viral means more dollars, viral means more merchandise, viral means you could, you know, create a career just going viral. Mm-hmm. So you, so then you got to constantly keep pushing that envelope, mm-hmm. which is why now you start seeing, um, out where the, with the megaphone, out with where the cameras are, more and more and more and more and more and more and more wild things. But it's not different. Remember World Star back when we were like in college mm-hmm. and stuff. That was that was wild, and it was just Good like um, you know fights and you know stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Girls Gone Wild was there, but now it's gotten to the point where it's like OnlyFans, or now it's like you know how do we how do we you know it's just gone more and more. Like the envelope has been pushed. So it's not that the underlying thought process is there. I think just where the eyes are and what gets attention has just moved. I kind of feel differently about that because I think the business of going viral has been around since like 2010. Because think about it. I think Vine ruined the world. (laughs) Right? Well, it made everything immediate. Yeah. And first of all, it was six seconds long. Now, yeah. if I'm watching a TikTok and it's more than 55 seconds, boy, I'm like, this is some feature film. My goodness gracious. Did you guys have a budget to make this thing? Right. Oh, gosh. Probably. That's the first thing. And the second thing is the viral aspect of right. Vine. You know, remember, we were making Vines, and I, I, I had a couple that got big because we were working with some people. But that was such a pain in the ass to do. The ones that we did, the vines that we did. Yeah. And it was like in the middle of summer <laughs> over in this parking lot. And those are just beating down on all of us. And we were like, can we just 
go home now. Yeah, <laughs> let's hurry up and make this. Yeah. It was just like, I feel like the business of virality started then. So now, I don't think viral is that important. When you look at TikTok, for example, you can see the difference between 2019 TikTok, 2022 TikTok. I remember I saw the first TikTok have a million likes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy crap. Now you could see them have 13 million likes. Right. And the even weirder part is when you scroll over to their page, they might have 8 million likes on one, which would normally equate to a bunch of followers. I've had two mini viral, but in the time period of when TikTok was happening, um, it equated to followers. Now you can have two ultra viral and then they have a thousand followers. Yeah, but I'm talking about what goes viral has gotten more and more extreme and not necessarily because uh, it's because society is getting more and more okay with certain things. Mm. Like, I remember back before, you know, cameras had the, the our, our iPhones or phones had like ca- the real clear pictures and stuff like that. Mm. Like when you're trying to get like a picture from a girl or something like that, mm-hmm. like the type of pictures that you were getting, you can see the six uh, pixels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just yeah, like, it's what was, <laughs> right. what, like, it was like a big deal to get like, you know, a picture, you right, know, and stuff right. like that. Now it's like girls are getting dick pics from random people on t- Tinder. You know what I mean? Or like you could go on Instagram and see, you know, girls like, but like totally naked or pretty much naked. Like, so that wasn't there when we were growing up. I mean, that was like off limits, you know, or, or that was like, whoa, Taboo. right. That was like, you would pay money for a magazine to be able to see stuff that you get to see for free right now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so I think like in that sense, things have gotten more extreme. And I think that's where people might say, Oh, well, has society changed? I guess in a certain way, but I don't know if like the understand underlying, like for me personally, I don't think my morals have changed from 2016 to 2022. Really, I think that maybe my understanding of things have changed, but as far as like my underlying like compass, foundation, foundation is still the same. You think you guys are the same? I think I'm more like I can't be impartial to things. I can't be you know I, I can't be neutral at, at times because like you being, can't. Yeah, like if you if you be neutral too much, it's like you're just asking, you know. For one, bad things to happen. Not like not always, but I'm saying like if you just stay neutral all the time, it's like you're not really. It's you're you not could be pushed over. Yeah. You could get uh, taken advantage you, of. You, you can take advantage. You get pushed around, and also like you're not the good guy. You're not you know Switzerland. Oh, we're neutral, but right. they were the ones holding all the Nazi gold. Like so, it's mm. just just to point out like you're not if you're neutral, you're not really the good guy. Yeah, you're I think it's been more important to take control of your narrative now, because yeah. narratives have become now what people believe is truth Mm. right so i don't think that was as i mean i guess that was always as prevalent but now because you could get the word out so much quicker and to a larger portion of society like back in the day we were talking about like you know if if there was a rumor started about you it was just like in your high school it wasn't gonna go like mm-hmm. to the, the like if the next high school heard about you, that was probably because you're super popular or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that, or you did something insane, right? Like, right. What? But yeah. now, right, right, you can start something, put that on Twitter, and some random person in Connecticut mm-hmm. could know know something about you, or you could be donkey of the day, right? Mm. Are you the same? Hello, from what? Twenty sixteen. <laughs> from twenty sixteen, uh, I'd say I'd grown a lot more. It's like. From everything, 2016, we were working at the mall. So, <laughs> what year did we do weddings? Two years. We started in 2016, and then we stopped in like 2020. Yeah, no, 2019. But yeah. have you? The, but we're talking about. Yeah, talking, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, obviously, you for five years, your life's going to be different. But I'm talking yeah. about like your philosophies in life, the way that you think, the choices that you make. Yeah, I'd say so. I think I'm a little bit more opposite of Sam. I'm not completely neutral, but I do feel there's so many extremes. And yeah. if you're not on my team, then you're my enemy. And yeah. it's like, I need you to relax. Oh, I don't <laughs> like that. I need stuff. you to breathe. I'm, I'm agreeing with that. Like, don't, yeah. never, don't let anyone push you on, on their that's, side. That's when I, yeah, that's, I totally agree. I don't, I'm neutral because I don't want people pushing me into, mm-hmm. into their court. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden the other people go, what the fuck are you doing with that? Right, 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 right. Relax. Right, relax. It's like right. Flag. right. This is right. my side. Yeah. Fuck you. This is like, me. Yeah. That's the difficult part about all this stuff. Because it's like a dance you have to do. 
you know, your narrative. You don't want people to say certain things about you because now there's real life implications about what people think about you and how quickly it can spread. Sure. And is that like social media's fault? I mean, we've had yeah. social media for a while now, but it seems like now it's it like on drugs. Process. I don't know if it was its fault. Mm. I think it's just a, t- a tool. Like anybody I, I would blame it on it. Because here's the thing, like, have you guys ever heard of Simon Sinek? No. The guy, <laughs> the guy on TED Talk. Yeah, yeah. So well, he he's a TED Talk. He's a he's um he's made all of his money in technology, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how uh, how he kind of foreshadowed that this was going to happen because of social media. So the same type of, I guess, the serotonin receptors that gets released when somebody gets a like on their video or a like on their picture or a certain amount of views is the same type of reaction that happens when somebody uh, gambles and wins or mm-hmm. somebody, mm-hmm. Um, you know, takes uh, takes drugs. Mm-hmm. The same type of, like, pleasure centers are being affected mm-hmm. by that. Microdosing. Right. But how... but when it comes to like smoking, there's an age restriction. You can't smoke to your 18. I guess now it's 21. When you gamble, you can't gamble to your 21. When you're drinking, you can't drink legally till you're 21. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to social media, that gives you the same type of uh, feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, you have access to it from any 40, age, yeah, right? When right from technically. yeah, not even two years old, you mm-hmm. could get on yeah, your iPads and stuff like that. Yeah. And, right. and the, the, the you know there's two-year-olds, three-year-olds that are TikTok sensations and stuff like that. Their parents are Mm. doing that. So it's like, it's like if like to mentally like look at it, it's as if we're giving young kids access to the liquor cabinet without any restrictions. Hmm. And so what would happen to society if kids were drinking from six years on heavily Mm-hmm. Without any restrictions, what would happen to those kids when they become older and older? That, that, yeah, that used to be actually a thing. Before clean water existed, people just drank alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, this is not good for you. Right. But the, 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 the way that it affects how you process things mm-hmm. is what we're seeing now. Hmm. So and that's why I would say it is, it is, an, it is directly attributed to, I think, l- let access me ask to you social this. media. We have three of us. Three and a half ish are in a relationship right now. <laughs> so, do you think social media plays a role in your relationship? Not at all. I make it a point not to. What does that mean? I don't post anything about y'all too. About us together. I don't post oh. anything about her, and she doesn't. Well, she's not on social media all that much anyway. But wow. she doesn't either, because the hell doesn't matter. No, to anybody but she else. also, but she also is kind of like. Like that though, like well, she, she just doesn't go on yeah, social media. She, at yeah, all. she doesn't want to. But yeah. she knows that I don't post anything about us because it's nobody else's business. Like it's, it's mm. just my. So was that a decision that was made? For. No, something uh, that I my own personal philosophy. It's like I don't. What know. about you? Um, because you guys kind of got together because of internet. Technically, well, it's because of the internet. Yeah. Yeah, because of the internet. Well, I would say this. That wasn't really my question. It wasn't like, do you participate in it? Right. I, I more mean does to say, affect? like, yeah, does it affect you? Like, are you on social media and then you bring something f- that you saw on social media into your relationship? Oh, not into it. Nothing besides like memes. Like, there's some that's what I was. That's yeah, more what I was. Tell, yeah. Not yeah. I was more like because you know like okay on our page I posted a question for couples mm-hmm. right and it was like. Would you guys do separate vacations? Mm-hmm. You know, so one person goes to Miami, one person goes to Jamaica, and then we come back to the house two weeks later. I can see how that can start something in somebody's house. Right. But that happens, right? That's like a bachelor party, bachelorette party. But making it more, more yeah. frequent. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, like kind of a regular thing. That's kind of different, you know, because like that is an intentional girls thing uh-huh. for the other person. Right. That's an intentional guys trip commemorating c- this thing that's about to happen right, mm-hmm. right, right. versus like, I'm going to Miami by myself. You're right. Right. I'll well, see you when I come back. So I can, Im- I can imagine how somebody would see that post and then have different l- views, different views and they bring it into their relationship. Right. And then now it's like, 
I wasn't even thinking about this, but then I saw this on social media. Right. And it's now Are you talking us. about Does what, that do they, what do they see on social media? Your question? Like, qu- like just yeah, so, for example. Like the, uh, yeah, that okay. as an example. Okay. A topic example. that wouldn't have been brought up unless right. they saw it on social media. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. Um, like, for the most part, we don't. Mm. I mean, that's never been like a... If we watch like a TikTok and they talk about relationships or whatever, like it's a discussion just to shoot the shit, but it's nothing serious. Got it. Just a, a discussion, just to discuss. Got it. But it's not like heavily weighing down on our relationship. Interesting. And and not for you? No, she brings up like there's um, some kind of drama of a guy on TikTok and she was telling me about it. I'm like, I don't really care. Like, this right. doesn't apply to me. I'll listen to you. But she was like, she wasn't saying I'm worried about this. But I'm saying, oh, she was worried that there's people out there like this. There's some guy who like had sex with a bunch of women and. He was Native American, and it was a big, big, big I did thing. hear about that. Did you that. hear about that one? I, did okay. about I didn't hear about this. I was like, Whoa. But <laughs> I was like I d- I We're going to come back to we'll this. We'll come back. I'm, I'm highly invested. It's, <laughs> it's drama for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, and have you ever let social media play a role in your relationship? So I think social media definitely is a big part of entertainment because, like, I send tweets and like uh videos and stuff like that mm-hmm. to whomever i'm dating and like yo did you see this or did you see this stuff like that mm-hmm. as far as has it created problems is that what, what you're Not asking problems but does it discussions have a role like i do th- i think so so the uh, like so now that i'm like dating and stuff like that i think that a lot of the conversations are geared towards how how people have been affected by previous relationships and a lot of it is like like to p- bring up points like for example you know a, a girl a girl's talking about how like men view women and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then she would use like a social media clip from like a podcast or from like yeah. something to like be like see this is how men think yeah. right and yeah. so i think like that aspect it's there yeah so i think just um more insight because right the the barbershop was always like yeah something that was off limits to women but now the barbershop is being recorded and right. put on podcast so i think there's more insight than right. before right and same thing like for women's like whatever they do like tea parties or whatever yeah. it is like you can now like oh you boy. can right. hear it oh like, well, oh boy. half our followers <laughs> no but i'm just saying like where women talk or whatever it is like brunches or whatever the conversation wherever the conversations are like now those are being tea parties and for like her birthday see so anyways bunko whatever the girls are doing these days and having conversation with their friends they're being te- they're being recorded and put out so men can hear it too so i think there's more insight for cross information now. so i'll say this i think that uh there was a good period of time in the world where people were operating on limited information ignorance and yeah and be and because they didn't have a lot of information there wasn't just a lot of conversation right it was just like how was your day good we did this happened at the plant this kid got in trouble he got a c blah 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 it's a wrap Right. Then you watch the nightly news. You see what happened in your neighborhood. See what happened in your state. See what happened in the country. Four seconds of what happened in another country. It's a wrap. And typically people just kind of believe Walter Cronkite. Right. Right. But now I think that social media plays a humongous role because of the amount of information that's thrown at us that you just can't help but talk about it with somebody. So for me, it there's the there's the positives where like I love watching the financial videos, you know, and sharing that kind of stuff. You know, I send Sam things, and you know, within the context of a relationship, that exists too. Like, oh, we watch Dave Ramsey, you mm-hmm. know. But then there's like the other things that are like societal things, you know, where I can't I can't expect someone to see some of the societal changes that are happening and then not want to talk to their partner about it. Right. Be, but that's a byproduct of being on social media. Yeah. Right. Selena Gomez said that she hasn't been on the internet in four and a half years. She probably has nothing to talk about. Lucky her. She probably still thinking that gold on my chains <laughs> is still a hot song. Throw some D's <laughs> on you it. Know, like she doesn't <laughs> even know. But like, sure, you know, you you she probably feels better. Right. But it's such a it's such an overwhelming part of life 
that it's like, how does it not play a role? That's how sure. I see it. It definitely does. It, how can it not? Because you're going to see some stuff on there. It if could, you follow the shade room, that's conversations for like three right. weeks. And it could be affecting people subconsciously, not even knowing, right? Because you're, I think you start realizing what's there. So let's go back to your initial um, analogy. You know, everybody was separate. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know how... Like, you, whatever relationship you were in, that was your relationship. You don't know how other people's relationship are. Mm-hmm. Now you could go on Instagram Reels, and you could hear somebody talk for a, a minute about how their relationship is, and you could be like, mm-hmm. that's yeah. not how, that's not what my man does, or that's right, not about right, my right, woman, right, you know right. what I mean? That's what I mean to say. That aspect is... that stuff. Yeah, so before, you didn't know that there was another way of living, right? Mm-hmm, so now mm-hmm. you're exposed to all of that. So I think there's positive in that, mm-hmm. because now... You, like people are getting a voice that maybe didn't have a voice before people that maybe were exploited in a negative way previously are realizing, Hey, you know, there's support groups out here to help me with all that kind of stuff. But on the flip side, it also is given the Simon Sinek point is given people like car blanche to be whatever. Mm. Like if you want to go have a leash on your neck and walk on all fours and say you're a dog, you can do that. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, there's people that are going to be okay with that. I, I think that aspect is there as well. Now, if that's right or wrong, that's up to you to decide. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's also degraded a part of society as well because there's so much information. People's brains are exploding. They right. don't know how to process it all. I, I And it also ruins heroes. Think about Will Smith, right? Mm. Think about Will Smith. Before social media... The guy erased memories. He saved the day from aliens. Mm-hmm. He, um, what's Independence Day about? Aliens. Okay, okay, my bad. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, the other one, Men in Black. He same you know, thing. Oh, okay. He saved yeah, the world from aliens. You know, <laughs> yeah, he pretty much right most there. of his movies. Uh, he saved the world from aliens. Oh no, robots! I robot. He saved the world from robots. He saved the world from right. Well, from we don't talk about. Guy. We don't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. You right. He we don't the, talk about he that. Was old the Bruno, coolest yes. guy in the world. We thought he was the guy in his movies. Right, and, and more importantly, like even uh, his persona. Outside of the movies, like he was the I want to be clean rap guy. I'm going to be the first guy to win a Grammy for rap mm-hmm. music. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be the positive influence on in society and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You just saw him. He didn't even curse in his movies. Right. Like not really. Or in, especially in his music, he didn't. Right. Yeah. And he was just that he was just that good guy. Yeah. You know, like yeah, the people that white people like. Right. You know, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jiggy with it. You know what I mean? So. There's this whole saying that you don't don't meet your heroes. And social media gives you the out, outlook and the feel that like you met your hero. And then so Will Smith years later jumps on social media, he becomes the biggest hottest thing on Instagram and YouTube and all these things. And then you start actually thinking you might be the Willy Lama, you might mm-hmm. be the guy that everybody thought you were when you were quiet. And there's that subtle elegance that comes along with being a star that doesn't say too much. Mm-hmm. When you don't say too much, people create the narrative in their own head and then right. they believe it and you're the greatest thing ever. But then the moment you are you slip up and you say a little too much and people find out about you, now they say Wait a second. Hmm. You puke during sex? <laughs> Something like that. But there was a video that went viral where Jada is in the house and she's recording herself on Instagram Live for Red Table Talk. You guys saw it? I saw part of it, yeah. Okay. And so and so she's like, Hey, Esther Perella is coming to the red table to help us. She helped us in our relationship. And she shows the camera to Will Smith, who's standing, like, behind her in the house. And he just looks kind of perturbed, you know? And she's talking, and he lets her finish. And then he's like, he's like, you know my social media is my bread and butter, which I thought was, like, the saddest thing I ever heard (laughs) from the guy who (laughs) saved the world from aliens. Twice. Twice. Three times. Three times. And... And he was like, you're not just going to be filming me in my house. And you didn't, you didn't even ask. And, and then he walks away. And I, w- I just had to, like a flurry of emotions because it affected me because that's not who I thought he was. Now, the Internet immediately just said, oh, free will, right? Mm-hmm. That's the first. But to me, 
I kind of just said like, well, wait a second. Is the uh, 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 wisdoms and all that stuff, all that character, is that just a dude with his lights on? And is that who he really is? I think yes. I think but no. I think I think there's I think there's a lot to unpack in that. Tell so me. there's two different things that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a a really poignant line in Batman, <laughs> the Chris uh, Chris what's his name? Chris Christian Bale. Christian Bale uh, version mm-hmm. where it said you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the enemy, right? Mm. So uh, so that there's an ask. There's an aspect of that in what you're saying, mm-hmm. but when it comes specifically to Will, have you ever, um, have you ever been in like a toxic relationship or an unhealthy relationship where you've changed as a person in a night, like you've lost who you are as a person in that relationship? Um, I don't. I, I I've been in some that I didn't really like, but and they were mean to me. But I never really lost myself. <laughs> my, well, what I mean by what I what I mean by like what I mean by losing yourself is like your your you start doing things to impress the girl, or you like your main ver- goal is to like make this person happy, even if it means you're unhappy. Mm, I guess I kind of have been there before. Have you Have you guys experienced that at all? Never, not okay. once. Cool. You have never tried to smoke. I have been horrible to women my entire life. <laughs> that's uh, no, yeah. I, so that's I mean, how I know you you, you experienced it. <laughs> so so I think that video is what made me realize that th- that is what he's going through. So when you say, so like, I think, you know, I, I saw this video on, um, on Instagram that I sent you. It was a woman saying that, uh, there, there's toxic women out here that ruin good men, mm. but we just don't talk about it. We only talk about the toxic men that ruin good women, which obviously happens a lot as well. Mm. But uh, when you say, is that just him on camera? No, I think Will Smith is the reason why he's so um, introspective and the reason why he has all of these levels that you're seeing and all this kind of stuff is because I think he's constantly fighting that battle to keep his confidence at a hundred, mm-hmm. even though he's in a relationship with a woman that constantly be, be like sucks that energy out of him. Hmm. And it's hard. Like I've been, I don't know if I've been in a toxic relationship, but I've definitely been in a relationship where my confidence got sucked away from me. And I, to a point where I didn't even realize it was happening till it ended. And then I looked at myself and I was like, who the fuck am I? Like, what the fuck happened to you? What did you look at? Like weight gain or something? No, like just me as a person, the way I thought about myself, what I thought, I, what I thought I could get, like my expectations in life, all that type of stuff. And then I looked at who I was pre that relationship and I was like, dude, you were the fucking man. Why the fuck do you think, why are you so like depressed? Why are you so like, you can't feel, you feel like nothing good's going to happen. And when you look at Will Smith, you're like, he's this guy, he's this save the world all this time. And like, now he's this, it's like, that's what I see because I've been through it. Like he is not like, I think he's just in this horrible relationship where a woman's going out and saying, I never wanted to marry this guy. Like I, I please myself. I'm sleeping with other men, all this kind of stuff. And, and you're seeing just the weight of all of that effect. Even somebody who most men would be like, that would be the epitome of what I would want to be. He, at one point he was making the most money of any, um, actor like making ridiculous buco bucks, right? Mm-hmm. But that one choice of life partner that he chose clearly has gotten to the point where now it's like he's going up on stage <laughs> at the Oscars and slapping you know Chris Rock up upside the face because love does crazy things, right? Mm-hmm. So I just think it's I th- I just think it's more that than social media has ruined him. I think, I mean, obviously an aspect because all, all this is all this come on social media, but I don't I, think, I don't think necessarily social media ruined him, but I will say this. I think that once I heard this is my bread and butter, he opened up the love letters inside of himself to the public in an effort to become the will that he was years ago. And the thing that fed him 
might have been the same thing that poisoned him. Mm-hmm. Because if we never knew anything about him, to the extent that we know now, uh, yeah, he might have been just that one guy that was in all these huge movies, and then from the movie with him and his son moving forward, he hasn't been able to make a hit. Versus, yeah, he's hot on social media. He comes back out, kicks butt. He does Aladdin. He does Gemini Man. He does all these big movies. He wins an Oscar. But now the now the price to pay is more than he had to bear, like more than he had in his pocket. Mm-hmm. So it's like social media could have played a part in that. So she, and and his relationship could play a part in other people's relationship as well. Yeah. Because when I watched that and I read the comments, right, people were saying so many bad things about Jada. And when I watched it, I, I kind of didn't understand why he was upset. Like, she was clearly on live talking on the phone, and he was, like, behind there. And she just pointed the camera at him. And I would say a stranger... Yeah, a, a stranger, you would be like, yo, don't just be recording me out of nowhere. But it's your wife. Like, she's at the table talking about her show, and she's on Instagram Live. Like, yeah, chances are, it, and she's talking about y'all relationship. If you're behind her, she might just put the camera on you. I didn't understand that. Now, that might just be coming from my naive mind. Right. I think that, I think it goes back to what we were talking about maybe in a previous episode as far as, or maybe it was this, I don't know, um, controlling the narrative right so i think when i think will smith is very deliberate with when he's on camera or the narrative that when he puts out on social media i don't know if that necessarily means this is how he is on on uh just when the lights are on i don't think i think that's a true version of himself but we all have our aspects our private moments as well that aren't for everybody to share Mm -hmm. and i saw that as a moment where he was like he was saying this is my home like you can't just run up on me and 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 then just parade me in front of your 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 fan base on instagram or whatever the case may be like he's like yo talk to me if this is going to happen like just don't like this is my safe space type of mentality right and so i just looked at it like that i don't think that i think that it's very normal for you know, even right now, like if I go, like if I try to take a picture of my sister, of my mom or whatever, like they'll be like, well, don't take a picture. Don't put this online. Don't like, it, I think that's a very thing that it's not just, mm-hmm. just post anybody or whatever, unless they're prepared to, mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't look at it like, yo, you should, if you're at home and you, you know, she's doing this, you should just expect that. No, like, mm-hmm. especially if they've probably had conversation, like. He f- she forced him to have that conversation so that everybody could see. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's wrong. Because clearly that's a conversation that they've had before, mm-hmm. which is why she had the eye roll and clearly we have more to talk about, like, right. type of thing. That's what I think he, that's what I saw more than what you, the way you took it. I feel like if I was him, I would have just played along. And then when it was done, I would have been like, yo, let me just tell you. Because that's well, embarrassing for the both of them. Well, almost. you like you said, everybody said. You only saw when the light was on. Yeah. You don't know if 10 seconds before that, he was like, can you just not record? And she goes, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And then mm, starts. You don't know true. what happened before, and you don't know what happened after. So that's true. You only ever see when the light's on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the other dangerous thing. I agree. That's a great point. Whew. I just see Will as a broken man, dude. And I see, like, he was the strongest dude. And I think it just took longer for him to get to this point because of he had all the power he had all the success he had all that and as i see jada getting more and more power having her own show red tabletop all this kind of stuff you start seeing like he just like going that's what i was down. saying with the, the price to pay but that's yeah that's that's like some lucy and desi shit you know what i mean mm. i don't know if you know the story about lucy. nah explain that lucille ball and and, and desi Ernest. um the whole uh, the movie just came out. Being mm-hmm. the Ricardos, that's mm-hmm. what it's about. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. that she created this show so that it could have both him and her's name on it, so they could both be the success. But she has to work triple hard to make sure he knows and he feels that he's just mm-hmm. as important as Lucy is. Because Desi was going out for movies and doing all this stuff, and um, he had a music career and all that stuff. But he was trying to get into the movies, 
but they only cast him in like X amount of roles and they typecast him and they didn't want to give him like the roles he wanted. And then Lucy started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and she was getting more roles and um, she was overshadowing him. Hmm. And so they started to, you know, conflict in the marriage and mm. to the point where, okay, let's make this Lucy. What is it called? I love Lucy. No, with Desilu um, Productions or Desilu Studios, mm. they had their own studio for for I Love Lucy, mm. and so they and then the whole. If you watch the movie, it's a great, actually, great. I really want to see it. It's really good. Uh-huh. Um, that's the the core of what it's about. It's like, you know, how much does your ego, how much does your own personal pride, take over the relationship? I think about that because her had a music video uh, about that yes, same subject. I love that song too. Um, and it makes me think about Chris Pratt. Does mm-hmm. anybody remember that he was mm-hmm. married to Homegirl? Yeah. Who? Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris? Oh, I didn't know. And Anna Ferris, Ferris had this big old career. Yep. In the early two thousand movies yep. and House Bunny and all this stuff. And Chris mm-hmm. Pratt was in, you know, WB shows mm-hmm. and, and small roles. And then he got Parks and Rec. And then the dynamic shifted. And Marvel. Anna Ferris mm-hmm. got Mom. Mom. Which, Which is a good show. And it lasted a long time. Mm-hmm. But after that, you don't hear about it no more. Yeah. And they broke up. And now they broke he's up. married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Yeah. And it's that type of stuff that the insecurity, shoot, is it insecurity of man? Because it's the, it, think about this. Like, imagine, we've spoken about this before. Imagine if your partner makes like five times more money than you do. Right. Mm-hmm. What happens? Right. It's a big. Yeah, it's how much are you letting your pride get in the way of your happiness and your relationships with yeah. others? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where. Thing. How do you how do you value yourself? Yeah. What What do you see you value in money? yourself? Yeah, are you exactly. Using fame? Are you using Va- so like? I think that it, it it's both ways. I mean, I do agree that it, it's tough. Like, I think women have a, a tough, successful women have a, a tough time or have a, a, a burden that isn't necessarily one that they necessarily should bear, but seems to have to bear because a lot of guys can be demasculinated by a, a, a successful woman because a lot of the things that maybe men value their themselves, their confidence in like a successful woman doesn't necessarily fit into those char- categories. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if a, if a woman doesn't need you to pay for their certain things, then that value that you have as far as being able to take care of somebody financially mm-hmm. isn't there. So now how do you still add value? So like it's easy for like a successful woman when a guy's trying to flaunt money and stuff like that mm-hmm. to be like, I don't need your shit. I make more money than you or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. which could hurt. Cause like I, I was having this discussion with uh, a successful, like a woman that I was telling her cause she was talking about how she deals with this a lot in her past relationships. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 I could see how, you know, you need, I told her you need to do, you need to be with somebody who's extremely confident because of somebody who isn't extremely confident or has uh, some level of insecurities will will feel uh, unworthy even if it's nothing that you did wrong. So you you could only deal with the confident men. Like you have to only be with an extremely confident person to be able to be in a successful relationship with you. And she was like, that makes sense. Does your girl ever pay for her stuff or like y'all stuff when y'all go out? Never. Well, a few times. It feel good when she pay, huh? You literally like you, you buy something for me for real. Like she bought me a protein shaker one time. I was like, for me. I got a six dollar drink yesterday, paid for. I was flaunting around Ooh. the store. Yeah, you know this one paid for me right here. You mm-hmm. know I was happy. That was six hundred pennies. Hello, that's facts. <laughs> that's, that's six well, burgers. Yeah. <laughs> My girl's talked about if she. Does How many loonies is that? I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Never. <laughs> Nine, <no. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How many toonies? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I think. Um, have you noticed that a lot of women are becoming more traditional? The stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home wife thing is becoming more and more popular. I have. Just depends that. on where you're looking. <laughs> I've noticed, noticed that a lot. Really? Yeah, I went to the barber shop. Some of the females that were there that were cutting hair were like, I'm done with this working thing. I need a man to take care of me. I'll be at the house cleaning, cooking, 
taking care of the children. And when you come home, you'll have a meal ready for you. And then I heard it there and I heard it just throughout my journeys now. And I see it on TikTok. Mm. There's this woman, she posted a video and they, somebody said like, what's your ideal day? And she said, I wake up, I cook breakfast for my man and I send him off to work. I go take a walk. Uh, I go to the store. I pick up some items. I come home. I do a yoga class at the house or I go to the yoga studio. I come back. I walk the dog. And then I start preparing food. When my man comes home, he eats. We go to the gym. And then we go to bed. And everybody was like freaking out about it. Because they were like, where's the work? Mm -hmm. Where are you working? And she was, she re responded and was like, dude, more and more women want this lifestyle. And it's not all about the boss girl who could do all this stuff. A lot of us just want to be at home and taken care of. See, I tell me, I don't know. That sounds, you know, that sounds like you're only seeing one half of the coin. You know what I mean? Like, you, it, you, maybe you might hear a lot more, but I don't know that that's the general consensus. I think there's a lot of, you know, women who want to be independent. Yeah, in, for sure. You know. But that's why that's what I'm saying. It's abnormal. It's abnormal because I think I'm seeing the reverse, the reverse of what hmm. I'm used to seeing. I'm used to seeing the boss girls. Right, right. And, like, I'm going to start my own thing. I don't need a man. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's still what I see. A lot of the people that I see, like, on TikTok or social media or whatever it is, mm. a lot of them still want to be independent the I don't need a man mentality yeah. well, I, mean, I think they have to be because mm. there's a lot of men that can't be like so a lot of men want the traditional woman but they're not the traditional man right? right they can't provide the way that a traditional man would provide right so and then also when you say that I think a lot of women say that but they want all the best aspects of the traditional woman lifestyle without the other stuff Right. right. Like what? So, for example, my mom is a stay-at-home mom, mm -hmm. right? And uh, but not stay-at-home wife. She was a stay-at-home mom. Mom and wife. Oh, okay. So when she worked in when she was in India, but when she got married to my dad and moved over here, she's never worked while she was in the U.S. Wow. So, um, and my dad, you know, he was a physical therapist, and he made, you know, he 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 made enough money so that they could have a lifestyle without it. And even before, you know, my dad had money and they were married, like when they were still work, like struggling and all that kind of stuff. You know, they, my mom was there as a support system and all that kind of stuff. But, um, my mom was, I guess, quote unquote, submissive to my dad. Like my dad was the, the, mm -hmm. you know, they're the matri the patriarch of the family. Mm -hmm. He, he made like m all the major decisions and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, my mom, had say and stuff like that but w when push came to shove like my dad that's his yeah yeah and so i don't know if that's what women are saying they're they're they're, they're cool with okay i'm gonna tell you this so the the barber that told me this right i said so you wouldn't work at all when she told me this i just want to be at home my man taking care of me blah, blah blah she said no i'm gonna have a side hustle but I'll be able to do it on the computer at home. And I said, okay, so you're contributing a little bit to the household. She said, no, that's my money. His money See? is the household money. Right. money. My money is my money. What's yours is ours, but what's mine is mine. That's crazy. So that's what I'm saying when I'm, when you're saying there's women that are trying to be more traditional. I don't know if that's the case. I think it's a hybrid. Yeah. It's like, it's like at the buffet, they're picking and choosing what aspects they want. Oh, like, you know, I want to not have to make my own money. I want that. But I don't want any of that. Like, you know, I, I, you know, if my man comes home and wants my feet, his feet rubbed, that I have to do that no matter. You know, what I mean? like, yeah, but but are they they're not slaves, not slaves. But that used to be what that used to like. So my my I used to talk to my mom because clearly she was you know really successful in india like she paid for her mom's like the reason why her mom had a house was because my mom made the money she used to like support like the whole family and all this kind of stuff so then when i i was like mom did you ever want to work here and all this kind of stuff and she's like no so you like i genuinely took joy out of taking care of you guys and taking care of dad 
Like sure. my happiness came from when he was having a bad day that I could help him get that day better. Mm. Or that, you know, when you were hungry that I could make you food. Mm. He's, she's like, even when you come home, like now that I live with, she's like, I, like when you tell me what you want me to make, that makes me happy that I get to make this for you. Like it's not this turned into this for me. Like I genuinely like that. And so I don't know if that's the mindset where there, I think there are women that are like that, that genuinely mm. like that lifestyle. But I also think that there's a certain uh, female that doesn't think that way. But I also think that that's naturally because I don't think men like my dad are like as, as out there as well. Mm. I think now men are also picking and choosing what they want to do. They want to have all of the um, rights of the, the patriarch without all of the things that it takes to deserve that those rights so mm. they don't want to they don't want to be faithful to their women they don't want to um you know make enough money to provide the certain lifestyle that that woman has they don't want to you know sacrifice for the family and and stuff like that right so they want to be able to do whatever they want as well so i get why the independent woman was um was created or why there's a need for that because I think that, you know, the patriarchal man isn't as strong anymore. I think there aren't men, men, as many men's men anymore. What do you think about, like, couples that split everything? Like, married. Married. That are, like, right down the middle. They have separate bank accounts and stuff? Yeah. I mean, to each their own, I guess. I mean, the, But, fine. like, does that... Does that still mean that there is a head of the household or do you guys think like that's a no. dead philosophy? I think in that scenario, that's cohabitating. That's living together, making decisions together. Because if I'm going to make, if I'm going to buy groceries, mm -hmm. do you want to split it down the middle? Do you want me to take care of it this month? Do you take it next month or whatever it is? That's decision making. That's a relationship. That's mm. co-communication. Yeah. Hmm. I see it all the time at the bank, right? I get to see well, yeah. different couples and how they break down their how finances and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What has surprised you from seeing that? How many women come in to open up accounts that they don't want their husband to know about? That's been wild. I never even thought about that. And they flat out tell you, like, yeah. I don't want my husband to know about this. Can you make sure nothing gets mailed to the house? Will they see this if I... Will they be able to see any... Like, this account was created... Will they, what will they know? What will they be able to see? All this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You ask what, where the money came from? Uh, no, I don't mean, I don't go too in depth about it, but to, no? it, yeah. I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I talk to them and they're like, yeah, like I just, I just want to be able to spend stuff yeah. without yes. my husband knowing or telling me that I can't. It's either yeah. with But then I really want to know where the money comes from because if you have a job, right, mm -hmm. and I'm the husband, I'm be like, How much did you make again? And then if it's not all in the bank, I'm going to be a little confused. Right. So. Yeah, maybe it is like a side hustle or like, mm. you know, I'm making X amount of, let's say like blankets or whatever. And my friends, or I have a Tupperware, I'm a Tupperware mom or whatever. But even then, <laughs> like the husband sees the activities. The part that never made sense to me is like, what are you going to do with the actual stuff? You're going to buy yourself shoes. You're going to buy yourself dresses. You're going to buy yourself, like, what are you going to do with the, like, where the, your husband's just going to, like, be like, oh, this is, I've never seen this dress right. before. Yeah, that's, exactly. what, that's what would happen, though. A husband, like, the husband's probably not, like, scanning the closet. Right. He's probably like, oh, she probably just bought that. I'll be like, this looks new. This looks expensive. When'd you get this? Oh, you bought this for me for my birth. You don't remember? Like, yeah. I don't know if it yeah. was that way. Or I did. Yeah, I don't know, but that was something that surprised me. And then also, um, you can tell, like, the, you know, mo a lot of the people that come from overseas, like cultures, overseas cultures, it's still very much like the husband pays for everything. For sure. Right, yeah. But Definitely. more and more uh, of the, more and more, I guess, of just people that were born here, relationships that are here, you see a lot of, like, the split 50-50, like, Money comes from both sides. They split the rent. They split that kind of stuff. I've seen more of that from... In married relationships. Yeah, married relationships. I think that's kind of weird. I think it's kind of weird when you're married to someone and you're like, 
you're like, hey, can you can you give me like fifty bucks or something? Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that. I like knowing that you're in a relationship, but you're also your own people. I think that's that's something that's important. You know, if you want to go buy a burger, go buy a burger. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, but I'm coming from. I think I'm coming from a different perspective from you. I'm coming from the like. If we are married, then all of it is ours. So right. go buy the burger in our pot of money. Right, yeah. Right. Versus like... I have a bank Yeah, have or bank like... Because right. one of my friends told me the other day, like, he's married, right? But he's young. And he was like... His wife texted him, like, oh, can I have 100 bucks? You know? And he was like, oh, she always spends all of her money. And she always has to ask me for some of mine. And I was like... Isn't it all of your money? Y- yeah, your, that, that's know? what I was thinking. Yeah. But, you know, he said that to me, and it kind of took me, uh, you know, to the side a little bit. Because I thought that was weird. That's, that's something you would do with your friends. Like, oh, shoot, I don't have any more money. Can I get 50 bucks? Right. Yeah, but also that goes back to the whole the traditional values aren't there as much. Mm-hmm. Because there was an aspect to where um, even though it was our money, we were being reckless with it. Like they're not necessarily all on the same page. Right. So mm-hmm. I've had people come into the bank and they open up a separate account for their wife and they put money into it because they don't have the discipline when it comes to the main account. They mm-hmm. just spend everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they don't have that respect. Like my, my mom wouldn't like, even though it was everybody's money, money like uh-huh. she's, they were on the same page as far as where this money was going to. They had the same, like, uh, financial like discipline same type of plan goals stuff like that i don't know if that's the same way as relationships now like now was this a regular wedding or arranged or marriage i mean yeah they knew each other for four hours before they got married holy cow before they decided to get married decided Mm -hmm. so they they were like oh this is instant love i mean they like so marriage in india is different right so it's more about uh do we have the same values and can we build a life together? And my mom, my mom's mom wanted was like, he comes from a really good family. Like I would like it if I I like him. So how did they even meet? So my dad's, uh, sister and my mom's sister were friends. Okay. From school or something. And so my dad came, went to India he was already established in the U.S., went back to India for a few weeks with the goal of getting married. So he was just meeting all of these women that he, and uh, right before he was about to leave, he met my mom. My mom and they, like, went to the beach. They talked for, like, four hours. They all realized that, you know, they had the same morals, goals, all that kind of stuff. And then they went to their families and said, yeah, I want to marry. This is the marriage that I want. And then same day? No, they got married, like, a week later. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it doesn't always work out the way my parents' marriage worked out. Yeah. But and they love each other. Yeah, they're like the healthiest relationship I've ever seen. So what that's happened good. to you? I mean, just kidding. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> that's <laughs> for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, all right. Well, with that being said, um, uh, it seems like there's a sale on tiki torches, so <laughs> Sam has to go. Oh, give me a credit card. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if any of you guys want to weigh in on any of these conversations, by the way, thank you guys for March's large spike in listenership. Uh, went up three times, like 300% nice. in March. So uh, thanks to everybody who was listening. Now we went from six listeners to 18. <laughs> We're there. Um, We're moving <laughs> Let's go. Rub that in my girlfriend's face. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to rub anything in your girlfriend's face. Okay. That's your it. job. He said go for <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, we do want to hear more from you. We, please, you know, get engaged. Uh, chat with us on Instagram. Talk with us on YouTube and on uh, Twitter if we are still doing that. Soon, I want to announce one more thing. We are going to have a... Uh, top 10 book list that uh, we want to share with you guys. If you want to be a part of the book list, uh, send us your email. You can DM us on Instagram and we're going to make a post about it. And that way you can get um, the new books that we're adding to our book list on Google drive. And you'll also be able to get an email every week when the episode drops. With that being said, 
wear protection. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.